0: Have these illegal earth books in your house, these copies of thrilling wonder stories, scientific tales, fantastic stories. Explain. The man gripped Edel's wrist. Edel shook him free. If you're going to shoot me, shoot me. That literature from earth is the very reason why I won't try to invade them. It's the reason why your invasion will fail. How so? The assigner scowled and turned to the yellowed magazines. "'Pick any copy,' said Edel. "'Any one at all. Nine out of ten stories in the year 1929. Thirty to fifty Earth calendar. Has any Martian invasion successfully invading Earth?' "'Ah!' the assigner smiled, nodded. And then, said Edel, failing, "'That's treason, owning such literature. So be it, if you wish.' but let me draw a few conclusions. Invariably, each invasion is thwarted by a young man, usually lean, usually Irish, usually alone, named Mick or Rick or Sol or Bannon, who destroys the Martians. You don't believe that? No, I don't believe Earthmen can actually do that, no, but they have a background, understand, a of generations of children reading just such fiction, absorbing on it, They have nothing but a literature of invasions successfully thwarted. Can you say the same for Martian literature? Well, no, I guess not. You know not. We never dealt in stories of such fantastic natures. Now we rebel, we attack, and we shall die. I don't see a reasoning on that. Where does this tie in with the magazine stories? Morale, a big thing. THE Earthmen KNOW THEY CAN'T FAIL. IT IS IN THEM LIKE BLOOD BEATING IN THEIR VEINS. THEY CANNOT FAIL. THEY WILL REPEL EACH INVASION, NO MATTER HOW WELL ORGANIZED. THEIR YOUTH OF READING JUST SUCH FICTION AS THIS HAS GIVEN THEM A FAITH WE CANNOT EQUAL. WE MARTIANS, WE ARE UNCERTAIN. WE KNOW THAT WE MIGHT FAIL. morale IS LOW IN SPITE OF THE bang DRUMS AND TOOTED HORNS. I WON'T LISTEN TO THIS TREASON, CRIED THE ASSIGNER. This fiction will be burned, as you will be, within the next ten minutes. You have a choice, Etelvry. join the Legion of War, or burn. It is a choice of deaths, I choose to burn. Men! He was hustled out into the courtyard. There he saw his carefully hoarded reading matter set to the torch. A special pit was prepared, with oil five foot deep in it. This, with a great thunder, was set afire. Into this, in a minute, he would be pushed. On the far side of the courtyard, in shadow, he noticed the solemn figure of his son standing alone, his great yellow eyes luminous with sorrow and fear. He did not put out his hand or speak, but only looked at his father like some dying animal, a wordless animal seeking rescue. Edel looked at the flaming pit. He felt the rough hands seize him, strip him, push him forward to the hot perimeter of death. Only then did Edel swallow and cry out, Wait! The Asina's face, livid with the orange fire, pushed forward in the trembling air. What is it? I will join the Legion of War, replied Edel. Good! Release him! The hands fell away. As he turned, he saw his son standing far across the court, waiting. His son was not smiling, only waiting. In the sky a bronze rocket leaped across the stars, ablaze. "'And now we bid good-bye to these stalwart warriors,' said the assigner. The band thumped, and the wind blew a fine, sweet rain of tears gently upon the sweating army. The children cavorted.' In the chaos, Edel saw his wife weeping with pride, his son solemn and silent at her side. They marched into the ship, everybody laughing and brave. They buckled themselves into their spiderwebs. All through the tent ship, the spiderwebs were filled with lounging, lazy men. They chewed on bits of food and waited. A great lid slammed shut, a valve hissed. Off to earth, and destruction! Whispered Edel. What? As someone. Off to glorious victory, said Edel, grimacing. The rocket jumped.